about to embark on a show about four people who find themselves thrust into the backstories of pop culture history. Join Christopher DeVos, J.L. Trost, Laura DeVos, and Sabrina Pierre as they poorly impersonate celebrities, drink a lot of beer, and answer very hard trivia questions. You are now listening to Podcast 42. Okay, cut! Cut! Let's take five. Children, grab your juice boxes and snacks from your mommies and take a break. The four awkward adults in the back can also take a break with whatever snacks you pack for yourselves. Let's meet back here in 15. Jail. Can uh, you explain what we're doing here again? Listen, I already told you three times. My producer friend needed some background extras on a new play he's producing. I can get behind that. But why are we the only adults here? And why is it a play about Adam Sandler? And to emphasize the premise here, why are we background extras in a play about Adam Sandler starring middle schoolers? Because my producer friend is artsy. Shh! Here comes the kid playing Adam Sandler. Be careful. He is method. I just want to tell you, fool, you're blowing it. You better straighten up and fly right. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Hey, how old are you, kid? I'm not a kid. I'm Adam freaking Sandler. A gobbly gee, gobbly goo. Okay, then how old are you, Adam Sandler? I'm this many. <laughs> he's holding up ten fingers, so making an educated guess that he's ten. I'm eleven. You can't see the other thing I'm pointing up. Well, that's just rude and disturbing. It's my pinky toe. Sheesh. Now let me enjoy my juice box. Crap! This is an apple juice box. I hate apple. That kid's going places. Maybe we should study the script they gave us. Why? We don't even read our own scripts. <laughs> Good point. I got the highlighters. Uh, why? We are background characters. We have no lines. Oh, I know. I highlighted everything in the script but the words. So you basically colored between the lines. No. Well, now that I think about it, yes. Look here. The first scene is about Adam being born in Brooklyn, New York. Let's practice these lines, even though they are not ours. It might help us get into our background characters' heads. Here, I'll be Adam's dad, and Laura, you be Adam's mom. I I don't see how this is going to help. Hi, my name is Stanley Sandler, and I'm an electrical engineer. Hi, my name is Judy Levine Sandler, and I'm a nursery school teacher. And And we we are are Jewish. Not helping. Hi, my name is Christopher DeVos, and I'm bored out of my skull. And I'm Sabrina Pierre, and I like big butts, and I cannot lie. You other brothers can't deny that a girl walks in with a nitty bitty Sabrina! There are children here. Oh, yeah. Oops. Some of them wearing fake mustaches, so I forgot. This play is written (laughs) really bad. Yeah, Chris. You know, it's kind of like you wrote it. Thanks. Thanks. You're welcome. Tell me about it. Thanks! (laughs) You're welcome. Tell me about it. The next scene is how Adam Sandler used to BYOB in high school. Who cares? Didn't everyone? No, no, JL. It's about Sandler being in BBYO. That's a Jewish youth group. But then it goes on into Sandler's college years in New York and blah, 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 blah. It's all pretty boring. (laughs) Listen up! 
Next scene is really important and not boring. Places, everyone. This is how Sandler got into stand-up comedy. This is the start of it all. Background players. I need you to stand in the background. This guy's great with direction. Um, director, what's my motivation? To be silent background person. Okay, got it. Was I ever in a war? Because I can channel that into my performance. I don't know. Do whatever you think. Just remember, you don't talk. Right. I don't talk. But I have severe PTSD and I carry a machine gun around. Ooh, I want to carry a machine gun around too. I'm also from the war. We can both be from the war. Yeah. This will be fun. No, so much fun. No, 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 no. There's no machine guns. No war. No war. We are in the Sandler household with Adam and his brother. Now just stand there quietly. This is a very pivotal scene. This is the moment that will change Adam's destiny forever. Now, action! What do you do? Hey, Adam. Yes, my brother? You should go into stand-up comedy, gobbledygook. Well, okay! <laughs> Cut! Excellent! Good job, everyone. That would have been better if we, with some PTSD soldiers in the background. No, 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 it would not. Next scene, people, places. This scene is Adam Sandler's first acting job on The Cosby Show. Unfortunately, little Johnny, who's playing Mr. Cosby, has refused on the grounds of all the legal trouble Mr. Cosby is in, so we'll just have to do the scene without him until we can find a replacement. Oh, I can do Bill Cosby. What? I said I can do Cosby. Hello, jello pudding pop and floop and floop and ha but you're a woman. I don't know how that will translate on stage. Uh, I can do the voice from off stage. Well, that would be weird, but at least for now, we can give it a try. Okay, places, everyone, and go. Dio, who's your new friend? <laughs> this is my friend, Smitty. Uh, hi, Dr. Huxtable. Pleased to meet you. I'm uh, Smitty. I'm Dio's new friend. Any friend of yours is welcome in this house. May I offer Smitty a drink? Cut, 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 cut. Hmm. In light of Reese's events, we may need to rework that scene. Uh, instead, let's work on a scene when Sandler was on the MTV game show Remote Control. Okay. Places. Action. I'm Colin Quinn, and welcome to Remote Control. MTV's first non-musical program with your host, Ken Oba. Thank you, Colin. As everyone knows, this is a game show where we ask you questions, insult the contestants, and have weird walk-ons like Dennis Leary, LL Cool J, MC Hammer, and Stud Boy. Well, hi, I'm Stud Boy, but I'm really M. Sander. And I have a question for the contestants. What actor would go on from this not-funny game show to be one of the biggest comedy movie stars of all time? Give up? Because you're a moron! Okay, cut. Very good. Let's reset for the SNL years. Take five, everyone. Take five. I don't know why we take five every five minutes. I thought being a background character would be more, I don't know, easy? Why don't we head over to the craft table? Ooh, I do crafts. Let's check it out. No, Laura. A craft table is where they set up snacks for the performers. Ooh, I do snacks. Let's check it out. Whoa, this is a big craft table. Look at the spread. 
There is cheese and crackers and pizza and corn dogs, chicken nuggets and pate and weirdly tons and tons of beer. Yeah, considering we are the only ones old enough to drink it, that is weird. I'm in charge of the craft table. They told me it was a children's play, not a play put on by children. Clearly there's a big difference. So that's the explanation. Take it or leave it. Clearly we are taking it. Mostly because it moves the story along. More beer for us then. Um, I've never heard of this beer. JL, what is it? JL Beer Cooler. It's cooler than you think. JL Beer Cooler. It's cooler than you it's from Funky Buddha Brewery. It's from their nice mixology series, Laura. It's their Coquito. Isn't this the last one in it? Coquito. I think it is. Mm-hmm. So we did all four, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. You guys did. I didn't. Oh, well, then you should have been brought Beer. on the show quicker. <laughs> Thanks, Crafty Table Witch. <laughs> Witches. <laughs> I'm giving the label a one because it's very plain, but I'll be giving the beer much higher than that later. It's Coquito. What is Coquito for people who do not know? Yeah, oh, not everyone's from Florida. It's a delicious like holiday drink from like well, I think it's Puerto Spanish. Rican. Puerto Rican, Puerto Rican or maybe but Spain. I think I don't. Know. I know like Colombia has their own version yeah. of it, and but it's a Spanish holiday drink, and it's generally like a coconut with rum. And they throw in like cinnamon. Uh, cinnamon, sometimes nutmeg, depending. But it's good and delicious. Yeah. I think you like coquito, don't you, Laura? Even though you hate coconut. Oh, I do like the coquito very yeah. much. Yeah, Haitians have a uh, one similar. Mm-hmm. This is considered a coquito cream ale. Well, stay tuned to the end of the show for our ratings. We rate the beer on a scale of one through six. Six representing a six-pack, six being the best, one being the worst. This makes sense to everybody in the world except for... Me. One lone Canadian (laughs) in Kissimmee. That's not me. Which is not Laura. I'm not not Canadian. Although I can tell you how Canada came up with their name if you would like to know. (laughs) No. Okay, everyone. Annie. No more Canadian jokes. We've already done that callback six times. Let's get back to work. Yeah, well, JL does it all the time at work. Enough around. <laughs> Let's do the Saturday Night Live montage. We need the kids playing Dennis Miller, David Spade, Chris Farley, and Lorraine Michaels to take their places on Lorraine the Lorraine Michaels? Lorraine? Who's Lorraine Michaels? <laughs> Don't you mean Lauren Michaels? I do mean Lauren Michaels. Wow, and I said this guy's good with direction. <laughs> you are totally wrong. He's good with direction, not with people. Clearly, <laughs> we're his background people. <laughs> okay. All right, very good. Everyone remember to hit their marks. Uh, background people, what are you doing? Um, standing in the background, what are you doing? Directing a play. Hey, I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. You four, get out of the scene. Then why did you hire us if we're not in the background? Seriously! Like, I practiced at home for three weeks just standing around behind stuff all day! I know. Your husband called me a lot. He kept saying, Sabrina have voodoo. Sabrina have voodoo. You didn't have to agree with him. I still smell like sage. (laughs) (laughs) Enough. Just 
just do what you want, but be quiet. Okay, Saturday Night Live montage. Begin. Uh, hi, this kid. Adam, um, Adam Sandler. Okay. He can uh, be a writer. I I'm good at being awkward. Yes. I know. Maybe he can do a sketcher or two. Uh, okay. Here's a, here's a sketcher too. <laughs> now is the time in the show when I like to call Denise and hang up on her. Hello? Let me water your plants. A turkey for me and a turkey for you. You like the juice? I'm crazy newspaper unicorn man and I do believe I want some candy! Opperman, grande stifo. I'm Canteen Boy. Put on your yamaka. Here comes Hanukkah. So much Hanukkah to celebrate Hanukkah. That's so funny, Adam. You know me, David Spade, and you, Adam Sandler, and Chris Farley are the stars of this show. This show's nothing without us. I know. I'm 28, and I've been on the show for five years. I can't wait for next year. I have so many ideas. Ring, ring! Hey, that's my telephone. It's 1995, so I still have a landline. Hello? Hey, Adam. It's your manager. Hello, manager! Well, that's weird. I don't have a name. No, all the research on this piece just says you're my manager, so... What's up, my manager? Well, it's Stanley, by the way. Anyway, you know how excited you are for the next season of Saturday Night Live? Yes? Maybe you don't go back next year. Oh, man, I still got a few more things. Yeah, but you did it already. I did? But you know, I'll think about it. As your manager, I'm saying you thought about it, and Lauren fired you. I'm fired? I don't know what else I'm going to do. Ring, ring! Hello? Hey, Adam. It's Chris Farley. Uh, I I have to tell you who I am because we're on landlines. Uh, any anybody too young to experience a, a landline doesn't know that the phone doesn't show who I am. You don't actually know until you pick up the phone. Chris, I was just fired from Saturday Night Live. Well, I'm calling you from my van down by the river because I was fired too. They, they don't want me either. We should pretend this is for the best. Yeah, Chris. We will pretend we are not sad or mad. Okay. Bye, man. Bye. Ring, ring! I'm good at being a telephone. Hello? Hey, this is David Spade again. Farley explained how a landline works, so I don't have to go over that again. But I, I heard you and Farley got fired. Yes, we are pretending to be happy about it. I actually have a huge lump in my throat just thinking about it. Wait a minute. How did you know Farley explained how landlines work? He was on a private phone call to me. Oh, well, uh, I've tapped all the phones of my castmates in case they ever say bad things about me. Then I can use it against them in the future. Oh, that's very smart. You know, you could just do movies instead and, like, make a crap ton of dough. I'll make movies too, but uh, mostly bad ones like Joe Dirt. That's not a bad idea. I made a movie once called Going Overboard. I played Shecky Moskowitz, who is a struggling comedian working on a cruise ship. I get a chance to be the ship's comedian when it is thought that the regular comedian, Dickie Diamond, had fallen overboard and drowned. Dickie actually locked himself in the men's room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, don't, don't, don't make that movie again. 
Wait, there's more. King Neptune helps Shecky, who does bad on the stage, and terrorists come aboard and want to kill Miss Australia. Okay, Adam, that's great. I gotta go. Uh, buh-bye. 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 I think he just hung up on me. Okay, okay, <laughs> cut. That's pretty good. Uh, young Adam, no improvising. Background players, let's look a little less bored next time. We weren't bored. This is how we always look. Oh, no. Speak for yourself, Chris. Shh. I was bored. Shh, shh. But I was bored. I know. I didn't mean to jump over you, but shh. <laughs> you want to lose this gig? Uh, yes. What about the free craft table? There are no real crafts on that table. Just weenies and a blanket. And nachos. Ooh, I didn't see the nachos. I'll be back. Just FYI, people. We are cutting Shakes the Clown, Coneheads, Mixed Nuts, and airhead scenes from the script. It's it's way too long. Instead, we're going to focus on the Adam Sandler-produced movies instead. Let's start with Tim Hurley. Ready. Action. Well, that's dumb. Coneheads had a lot of SNL people in it, like Chris Farley, David Spade, Dan Aykroyd, Phil Hartman, and Jane Curtin. Uh, yeah, when you're a major talent like me, you can call the shots, big boy. Right now, you're just a background player. And you are directing a play starring children with a topic that they can't even watch half of the subject material. I would so fire you if I didn't need people to melee around. Oh, and we are the best mealiers. Um, I don't think that's a word. It is now. Mealiers. Kinds of, kind of rolls off the tongue. We should do an episode on the dictionary. Oh, no. Please, no. That is way too wordy. Quiet, please. Cue Tim and action. Tim, I'm so glad we bunked together in college, and you even wrote some of my stand-up material for me. And help me out on SNL. Yeah, that was fun times. Fun times. But I'm an accountant now. Not so much fun times. Well, you don't have to be an accountant. I've been doing movies, but I want to do my own movies. I have an idea for a movie, and you can help me write it. It's about a screw-up that wants to run his dad's business, but he has to complete all 12 grades in two weeks to prove he can do it. That sounds interesting, but we would need a man-child actor for the lead, or it would not work. Hello? You are talking to him. Okay, I'm in. And even though we don't know what we're doing, we must have this one simple rule. We need to stay true to our writing style. Even if the studio hates it. Especially if the studio hates it. They may even try to bring on writers to tweak our script, but I say nay, nay, I say. Well, let them change whatever they want. We will just say the original lines no matter what the script says, and we'll give a part to Chris Farley and let him say whatever comes to his mind. Perfect. Critics will hate it, but we'll still be number one at the box office. Let's film it at the X-Mansion. And another thing I want to do in all of my movies is have Rob Schneider show up and play some ridiculous role that has little to do with the plot. You should have all your friends in all your movies. That's not a bad idea. For the next film we do, I want it to win an award. Well, we are very lowbrow comedy people, so it'll have to be an obtainable award. Hmm, hmm, you're right. Let's shoot for the best fight scene in a movie award from MTV. We could do a hockey movie. I like hockey. I like golf. Let's do golf movie instead. <gasps> Ooh, why don't we combine the two like a Reese's Peanut Butter Cup? That will make everyone happy. Sounds great. Now I need to go finish this episode of Gilmore Girls before we get started. I think I have a title already. Cut! You know, 
hate Billy Madison, but I, I like Happy Gilmore. Oh, I liked both. Billy Madison made like twenty six million at the box office, and Happy Gilmore made like forty one million on a twelve million budget. Not too shabby. Wow, you guys, that is a lot of cruise money. In case you didn't know, Laura does cruise math. Well, yeah, cruise math is very helpful. How is cruise math helpful? Well, let's say you're looking to buy a TV. Well, for the price of one TV, you could probably go on a four-night cruise instead. And they usually have a TV in the room with movies on board. So, there's that. Why am I talking to you people? Because we are cute. Annoying. Cutely annoying. Annoyingly annoying. Cutely annoyingly cute. I can do this all day. Ugh, I got a show to direct. Maybe another day. Let's practice the Happy Gilmore scene. Places, everyone, and action! The price is wrong, bitch. She's an old lady. You can't just take her stuff. She's too old. All right, I'll see you guys there. I don't understand this scene at all. It appears to be just a bunch of quotes from the movie. And they aren't even in order. No, no, not at all. Ooh, order? I'm ready for order. Who's taking the order? I'll have a mimosa. Cut, cut. Why are you background people talking? Do you not understand what background people do? Let me tell you in case you forgot. They stand in the background quietly. Yeah, man. You guys are ruining the play. And you're messing up my mojo. Ooh, did baby Adam say mojito? That sounds good. I'll take one of those. Not mojito. Mojo. Mojo. One, don't emphasize mojo at my wife. Two, mojitos are quite good. I wouldn't know. I'm 11. Three, this place stinks. Do you want to be fired? Because that's a good way to be fired. Uh, Chris has a point. All you're doing is spewing lines from a movie. There's no drama, no passion, no story. You want story, do you? You want plot, huh? So you want the opposite of a Sandler movie. Is that is that it, Mr. Big Shot Podcaster? Hey, my movies have a plot. Uh, how about The Ridiculous Six? Okay, what movie? That's my boy. Uh, how long are we going to do this? What's the next scene? Why? So you four can stand in the background and ruin it? No. Although that is fun. Uh, why don't you just let us look at it and see if we can highlight it? Um, she definitely means fix it. Yeah, that's what I said, highlight it. The next scene is a mishmash of Sandler's more, uh, how we should say, serious films. Punch Struck Love from 2002, Spanglish from 2004... Rain Over Me from 2007, and Funny People from uh, 2009. And what are we going to do? More strung together quotes? <laughs> no. For your information, we are going to do interpretive dance. <laughs> More like interruptive dance. Am I right? Am I right? High five me, Baby Adam. Don't call me Baby Adam. Hey, uh, JL, didn't Adam record some comedy albums? Uh, yeah, he did. He even was nominated for Best Comedy Album at the Grammys. Tell me he won. <laughs> Sadly, no. That makes it a lot harder. Sam Kinison won. Well, that makes it a lot easier. Hey, uh, Mr. Director, hand over the script. Blast! Here you go. Change what you want. Doesn't mean we're going to use it. Wow, he handed it over quicker than I thought. All right. Here's where I shine. Let's change this and this. Ooh, let's get rid of this. Ooh, here, add this. Let's put in this guy. No, Chris, he has nothing to do with Adam Sandler. I know, I know, just trust me. All right, strike this out, add this, this, 
more corrections, and boom! Drop the script. Sabrina, you literally dropped the script. I mean, the pages are everywhere. It's okay, I numbered them. Enough, enough. We're, we're losing time here. Just gather them up and hand them to me. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, you want us to build a party set? Yeah, the concept is it's after the Grammys, Adam doesn't win, but he goes over to Sam Kinison's after Grammy party. We don't have time for set building. Let's just run through this monstrosity. Here, everyone take a script, put them in order, ready, places, and action! Oh, oh, I won. I'm one people. Best friend comedy album. I beat you, Sandler. Even though your debut comedy album had so many people on it, even with Rob Schneider, David Spade, Tim Meadows, Conan O'Brien, Robert Schnagel, produced by my G.E. Smith of the SNL band, and of course, written by your buddy, Tim Hurley. You still couldn't beat me. Oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, good win, Sammy. I guess the Grammy people preferred some spray porno trench coat short man screaming into a microphone for an hour over a highly produced album full of comedy skits and live music. You got me there, man. Oh, no hard feelings, man. Just head over to the craft table and have some triscuits! I've got all kinds. Original, cracked pepper, and over! Reduced fat, hint of salt! Yes, yes, your Trisket selection is quite impressive. Not as impressive as your double platinum, two million, copy selling first comedy album! Oh, oh, that was before you were fired from SNL, wasn't it? Wait, I'm going to get fired from SNL? My bad. Continuity! Hello, I'm Bojack Horseman. I'm from Netflix. It hasn't been invented yet. I'm a talking horse with a sitcom. Don't worry, Adam. One day, you'll get a big movie deal with the company. Sounds good. What's Netflix? Oh, oh. Will I get a deal too? Um. By the way, anyone like my new white 1989 Pontiac 20th anniversary Turbo Trans Am? You all see the beauty, have you? Uh, we'll, we'll talk later. Anyway, Adam, you first signed a deal with Netflix to produce and star in four films in 2014. And then, re-upped the deal for another four films in 2017. Your movie, Murder Mystery, will be the most popular film in 2019. And your stand-up special, 100% fresh, will be critically acclaimed. Oh, I do stand-up again. Don't worry, you don't need to. It's just for fun. I'm feeling pretty good right now. Maybe I'll put you in one of my movies, Sammy, my boy. Uh, probably not. Now, we'll have some Triscuits. There's a fishbowl of cheese over there, too. Ooh, fishbowl cheese. That's my favorite. Ooh, fishbowl cheese. <laughs> Want to put my hand in? Arrgh! It's hot. Cut! Why the hell is there cheese in a fishbowl? Because we got nachos. Ooh, I love nachos. I'll Ooh. go have some more. <laughs> Nachos are good. Uh, I don't know. I don't remember writing that. Me neither. Uh, neither JL or myself added it. Guys, it's the fishbowl facts. Fishbowl facts. Look, see, sitting amongst the cheese cubes is pieces of paper. What's fishbowl facts? It's uh, random facts we read out of a fishbowl about whoever we're talking about at the time. Here, baby Adam, reach in, grab one, and read it. it it's kind of fun. Stop calling me Baby Adam. 
Now let me finish eating this Monterey Jack cheese cube first, okay? Would have preferred pepper jack, but I'll take the Monterey. Fishbowl fact number one. The Ridiculous Six got a shocking 0% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. I hate Rotten Tomatoes. They don't like my movies. Fishbowl fact number two. Oh, that's my turn. Yeah, big, 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 big awkward silence. Sorry, it's eating nachos. <laughs> Still waiting for my mojito, though. You got coquito. I do have coquito. Adam Sandler's character on Saturday Night Live's The Hurley... Hurley... <laughs> Hurley... Okay. That's why he's my friend and not yours. Yes, exactly <laughs> why he's your friend. Adam Sandler's character on Saturday Night Live, The Hurley Boy, was in honor of Tim Hurley. Fishbowl fact number three. Adam Sandler's chemistry with Drew Barrymore is 100% real. Fishbowl fact number four. In real life, Adam Sandler has admitted to having anger issues. Fishbowl fact number five. Jackie Sandler is okay with Adam kissing other women on screen and even gives him advice. Fishbowl fact number six. Adam Sandler's Uncut Gems has the 11th most F-words in, in, in movie history. I don't like that one. I'm glad you picked that one. Really? I thought it was going to come to me. You're welcome. I, I saved you. Fishbowl fact number seven. Sandler confirmed that if people were starting to think that he picked his movies based on where he wanted to go on vacation, they were absolutely right. <laughs> that is how I would pick my movies, too. That's actually really smart. It is. Fishbowl fact number eight. The dodgeball scene in Billy Madison was real. Adam Sandler even admitted that not only were those real dodgeballs and real kids getting hit very very hard with them, but he also made at least one of them cry. <laughs> Good for him. It's a goal in life. Fishbowl fact number nine. There is a theory that all of Adam Sandler's movies are related to each other, which is why the same cast keeps reappearing in each one. Actors such as Drew Barrymore, Jennifer Aniston, Harry Winkler... No, no not Harry Winkler. Henry Winkler. <laughs> the Fonz. Rob Schneider, Steve Buscemi, David Spade, Norm MacDonald, and Kevin James. Keep showing up. Fishbowl fact number 10. Adam Sandler doesn't do many interviews due to being misquoted a lot, so he swore off talking to the media. Fishbowl fact number 11. Robert De Niro says that Billy Madison is his favorite film. Fishbowl fact number 12. The elderly man in the Happy Madison Productions logo is Stanley Sandler, Adam's late father. That was fun. Oh, and full of dairy. It's going to be really fun for me later. And me. Me too. No, well, not me. Oh, it's going to be fun for you on the car ride home. Gross. So, Mr. Director, what did you think? Is it a little more meaty than just doing random movie quotes? Yes? Yeah, whatever. Good. Here, we wrote another scene. We just need you guys to build Howard Stern's radio program set. Not happening. Let's uh, see how this one plays out. Here, everyone take these napkins oh yeah we ran out of paper and now i have no more napkins for the craft table either <laughs> i'm a witch is it sloppy joe day over there <laughs> <laughs> wait some of this is on toilet paper yeah don't use the toilets for number two or number one for ladies either jail okay so don't use the toilets period Okay, all right, we are wasting time. Let's just roll the scene. Albert, you play Howard Stern. It's because I have a big nose, isn't it? Yes, action! So, you lost at the Gotham Awards to Adam Driver. Yeah, and the awards have nothing to do with Batman either. Go figure. Yeah, it's the Independent Film Awards. Without Batman. Right. 
without Batman. Regardless, you're getting critical reviews for your work in Uncut Gems. That's shocking, right? It's almost as silly as me putting out a movie and getting good reviews. Right, like that would happen. It it actually did happen. It was called Private Parts. It's the story of my life. Gotcha. Little Nicky was the story of my life. Adam, you should really push for the Oscar nod. I am. I have already done more promotion than I usually do. I even did a rare profile in the New York Times. The Safdie brothers and everybody worked so hard in their movie that I didn't want to do what I usually do and just go, I can't help you out there. It'd be a funny big thing if you scored your first Oscar nomination. I'm there to win. I'd even ditch my famous casual look for a Nike tuxedo. If I don't get it, I'm going to come back and do one again that is so bad on purpose that just to make you all pay. That's how I get them. So, what are you thinking? Jack and Jill, too? <laughs> Ooh, real funny. Uh, this just in, the National Board of Review just named you Best Actor. That should help you in the Oscar race. We will see, we will see. I have Rob Schneider and David Spade on standby to make that bad movie if I don't win. Cut. Okay. Uh, so, that was the end of the scene. Did he win? Oh, we don't know. We are recording this before the Oscars. You know, you guys always have such great timing. You recorded the Chili Peppers before Josh Klinghoffer got fired and Game of Thrones before the worst season ever was aired. You know, it is all about timing. Well, I gotta say this. I did learn a little more about Adam Sandler than I did before. Thank you. You wanna learn more? Oh no, Chris don't. Chris do. Oh, it's a do because it's... Pop quiz time! Way to go, Sabrina. (laughs) I love the pop quiz. This pop quiz is called... Get out your penicas and your paperas. This is the Quizica. <laughs> it's not easier. The questions can get kind of hardica. <laughs> Score points if you wanna. It's the pop Quizica. <laughs> Smelly eraseras are the most funica. Pop Quizica. Five general knowledge facts. <laughs> On Adam Sandler, in order of the easiest to the hardest to test your knowledge, score one point for each correct answer. JL is stunned. Question number one. I can't believe that went on for so long. <laughs> really? It was, it was like shorter the sta- than last week? It was like the Stairway of Heaven version of getting a pop quiz. <laughs> it was I'm really just shorter than last week. It was week. way yeah. shorter than last week. I don't know what week. you're talking about. We didn't have a pop quiz last week. <laughs> well, the week well, before The Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, I'm by the way, really... I thought that was one of my favorite pop quizzes. <sighs> Question number one. This <laughs> <laughs> still ball was mine. <laughs> What football position did Sandler's character play in The Waterboy? What football position? Laura, you should know this is one of your favorites. Yeah, Burt Reynolds was in it. <clears throat> no, he no, was. No, Waterboy. Waterboy. Oh. Where he plays the Waterboy. Water and that's fun. not the position. It's the one he played on the football field. <laughs> oh, because I was going to write Waterboy because that's who he was. <laughs> Never mind. I was going longest yard. Yeah. Nope. That was quarterback. Yes, I know. I just had to erase it with pen. <laughs> That's why I use a pencil. Oh, whatever. I know what he does on the team. Yeah, he gives them water. No, after do, when do, he's do, playing do, do you sports. Know, do you know why Gators have, have all those, why they're so angry? I actually do know why. It's my, my mom No, says, no, no. I'm going to tell you, water boy. <laughs> <laughs> you ready? Go ahead, Coda Sanders. Yeah, it's because of their mandula oblongata. No, no, no. My mama says because he got all those teeth, that's what makes him so ornery. Well, no, no, no. (laughs) 
And no toothbrush. And no toothbrush. Yes. No, it is their mandula oblongata. Moving on. Question number two. <laughs> How many times does Adam Sandler's character die in Little Nicky? It's a number. Hint, it's a number. Between 1 and 15. Oh, well, that changes that answer. <laughs> You're just making up numbers. No, those are real numbers. I never made up a number. No, I was going the range-wise. Oh, <laughs> no, I didn't. It's between 1 and 15. 15 or 50? 15. 1, 5. It's between 1 and 5 million. Ooh. It's between 1 and 15. Original numbers back on. There you go. <laughs> Question number three in Billy Madison. Who did Billy fall in love with? I'll take the actor's name. I'll take the character. I'll take the profession. Any one of those. That was a big hint. Oh, hot. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, baby Adam, can you stay out of her pop quiz, please? Seriously. Want to touch the hiney? <laughs> Question number four in The Wedding Singer. Which musician saved Robbie from a fight on an airplane? Hint, it's a real-life musician. I'm not. I totally am. I'm not. I know you know it. <laughs> <laughs> Hint for everyone in this room, but not the audience. I have a pop of this person. <laughs> no, I'm just trying to find him. Yeah, you can try looking around, but there's four million pops in here. Seriously. It's, yeah. I should really stop buying them from. <laughs> Question number five. What is the name of the studio company that Happy Madison uses for its more serious films? JL's still looking around for pops. <laughs> Did you find them? Yeah, I found them. I don't even know where he's at. <laughs> yeah, I found them. I think. Wait a minute, what was the question? I, I was too busy looking at the Funkos. What is the serious What is the name studio? of the studio company that Happy Madison uses for its serious films? Ask me first for that one. <laughs> I, have, I have a really funny one I like. Okay, I'll ask you first. Okay. All right. Pens down and confused faces off. Or up. <laughs> I always have a confused face, so what do you want me to do? Question number one. What football position did Sandler's character play in The Waterboy? Laura. I don't know. Tight end? <laughs> Sabrina. Tackle. JL. Linebacker. Ooh, yeah. I think that's what he was. The correct answer is, ooh, yeah. That's what he was. <laughs> Linebacker. Yes. Question number two. How many times does Adam Sandler's character die in Little Nicky? Sabrina. Seven. Laura. Eight. JL. Five. The correct answer is not 15. Seven. Ah, got it right, I almost wrote seven. It's because it was directly in between one and 15, except for seven and a half. I did almost write seven. <laughs> I pretty much make seven my guess for everything. And this time I went, no, I'm going with five. I'm going to go with a nice number. Yeah. I haven't seen that one. I heard yes. it's really bad, so I kind of want to see it now. About? It's amazing. <laughs> I've heard that too. There seems to be two sides to the little Nicky. Well, there's always two sides. <laughs> That's right, Rotten Tomatoes and everybody else. <laughs> Not if you're a triangle. Ooh. Question number three. In Billy Madison, who did Billy fall in love with? Sabrina. The teacher. What grade did she teach? Hey, you, you didn't, didn't specify that. You just said profession. Third grade. Laura. His teacher. JL, since you gave Sabrina the answer. <laughs> All the 
Veronica Vaughn. Oh, I wrote Veronica originally. See, and I scratched it out. Well, that would be a wrong answer then. No, her name was Veronica. His third grade teacher, Veronica Vaughn, played by Bridget Wilson. I knew it was Veronica. He's married to Pete Sampras. Question number four. Which musician saved Robbie from a fight on an airplane in The Wedding Singer? Laura. Billy Idol. Sabrina. Billy Idol. JL. What? Billy Idol. <laughs> Billy Idol is not the only musician up there. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, I don't but... see Prince saving him from a fight. Britney Spears definitely wasn't going no. to, and nobody wants Peter Chris to do anything anymore. Uh-uh. The correct answer was Britney Spears. <laughs> it's wrong. <laughs> it was Billy Idol. And question number five. What is the name of the studio company that Happy Madison uses for its serious films? Laura. Serious Gilmore. <laughs> You're gonna kind of kick yourself when you hear the answer. <laughs> Probably. JL. Oh, we do. <laughs> <laughs> this serious film is brought to you by. <laughs> See, doesn't Serious Gilmore sound better? No. Yes. Sabrina. Boring Madison. <laughs> it's actually Madison Twenty Three. Yeah. 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 Why I think our answers yeah. were all better. Yeah. Why 23? I don't know. how many films he made before they finally uh, told him <laughs> he got one wrong. Uh, that's no when idea. he made it to Jack and Jill. <laughs> <laughs> Sources for this script are... <laughs> what are you doing? Picking up the script! The role of Laura will now be played by Sabrina, who has them in order. <laughs> Start with page 18. You'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> she lost 19 and 20. <laughs> you dropped the script just like Sabrina did in the script. I did. I did. Now it's written on toilet paper. <laughs> Speaking of which, I had slightly used. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had to work with what I had. <laughs> Back to the sources. Goodhousekeeping.com, biography.com, thequiz.com. Behind the music featuring Kaja Gugu and RottenTomatoes.com. Oh, that's so nice. It is, they did do a great behind the music on them. You know why? Because Adam Sandler is too shy shy. Hush, hush. I do I. Such a great song. Well, I would just like to thank you for for holding up the production as you quiz each other on Adam Sandler. Not sure what the point of that was. To get us to about an hour. What? Oh, don't worry about it. Okay, well, let's do the Sandler family thing next. Oh, I like the Sandler family thing. What is that? Oh, I don't know. Uh, like, probably something to do with thing from Adam's family and Sandler. No. <laughs> no I love Cousin Hits. Not even close. <laughs> okay. Give the man a hand. <laughs> <laughs> Cousin. Background. Remember your background. Okay. Action. All right, people. We're about to shoot the next scene of Big Daddy. This is a scene where the waitress who takes my order of a whoopio while I'm in the sports bar with one of the Sprouse brothers playing the kid I adopt. Sprouse. Yeah, that's what I said. You just don't understand me because I'm Adam Sandler and you're just in the background. So shh. <laughs> Quiet, Laura. Either way, I don't know which one. I can't tell them apart. They're identical. By the way, who's playing the actress? It's Jackie Tatone. Okay, I don't know who that is, but she is hot. Yeah, she's a model, and she played Sally and Deuce Bigelow, Mel Gigolo, a movie your production company produced for Rob Schneider. Uh, I didn't watch it. I don't blame you. 
I'm going to date her, then marry her, put her in my movies like 50 First Dates and Grown Ups 1 and 2. And she's going to change her religion for me. Oh, I'll do that on one condition. We have kids. Really? Damn it. Okay. Oh, no. We will get married at Dick's Clark, Oceanfront, Malibu Estate. We will invite Jennifer Aniston, Rodney Dangerfield, Rob Schneider, and dress my bulldog, Meatball, up in a black tux. I like meatballs. And your dog, too. Oh, you are the perfect woman for me. What should we name our kids? I suggest Billy and Happy if they are boys. Well, in that case, I will have my ovaries produce girls, and their names will be Sadie and Sunny. I love those names. I will put them in my movies as well, like Hotel Transylvania and Jack and Jill. How do you know what movies you're going to be making in the future? I have them all written already. Every year or so, I pull one out, polish it up, and make it. Let's ride off into Hollywood sunset together. Cut, cut, cut. Okay. Well, thanks to the pop quiz and the background players, we're pretty much out of time for today. I'd like to thank everyone for a good rehearsal, except the podcast 42 people. I would really like security to show them out. Why? We made your play better. You also distracted all the kids, drank all the beer, ate all the cheese, and what if you took a four-hour nap? Uh, it was actually five-hour nap, okay. Doesn't matter. Out, 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 out. I think that went well. Better than last time. Who wants to go to IHOP? Ooh, pancakes. IHOP? Hey, can, uh, can I come? Sure. You're buying. Oh, let's go there. The director going to buy us the pancakes? I love it, the pancakes. Oh, pancakes. See how long you <laughs> let you let you run on Adam Sandler. Nope, 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 nope. nope. <laughs> All right, well that was uh, uh, Adam Sandler's continuity story. <laughs> there was none continuity, not at all. It jumped around a bit. It jumped a bit, but you know, <laughs> it even went back and then forth and then back and then it went forth and then forth and forth and forth and then we went back. We tied and then it forth together. and then we went to IHOP. And then I'm upset because the only reference to Waterboy was in the stupid pop quiz. Just because that's the only Adam Sandler movie you've ever watched does not mean that we talk about that for an hour. Oh, I've watched others. I just didn't like them. Well, here's the hard How thing. How dare you? He's made a billion movies, so... Pixels was amazing. We <laughs> we mentioned a bunch of them. Peter Dinklage was awesome in that. I, I liked Pixels. See? I would have gone Waterboy over Billy Madison. No. No, that's his first movie. I don't care. Billy Madison's amazing. His first real movie. Yeah. All right, let's see what you have to say. Oh, I see you there, Penguin. <laughs> you know what today is? It's Moody Magazine Day. <laughs> <laughs> you could have wrote the kids' play. <laughs> Just random quotes. Just random quotes out of nowhere. All right, let's see what you have to say. On Facebook, Monica says, Love his movies, especially Grown Ups and The Wedding Singer. Heart, 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 mm-hmm. heart, heart, heart. What? <laughs> Laura not liking any of the movies? Well, now she's just pulled up landscaping duty. Is I, that a quote from the movie? Happy Gilmore! Happy Gilmore. Oh, okay. uh, I don't know what that means. I'm sorry. Chris says, and it's not me, it's a different Chris. There's more than one? There's like millions of Chris's. I love his range. He makes the best movies and the worst movies. <laughs> <laughs> that is some range. That, that is, is true. About I like about a fourth of his movies. I want to see Uncut Gems, though. I know. I know. It's uh, it's going to be coming to Netflix. 
They announced yes. it. Yeah, that's part of the part of his deal with Netflix is they're getting that movie. Awesome. I don't know if I know anything about it. It it's serious Adam Sandler. Yeah. Like yeah. super serious Adam Sandler. Amy, I like every other movie he does. It's either awesome or the stupidest thing that's ever been. <laughs> kind of like not me. Wrong. <laughs> Laura, not this Laura says. Yeah, no, not me. Absolutely love him. No, Usually LOL. There's the odd movie that's meant for 12-year-old boys that I'm pretty mad about. 50 First Dates is an all-time favorite for me. Grown Ups was great. I didn't see Grown Ups. I didn't see Grown Ups either. It was they were fun. good. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, well, I mean, like Wait, David is that the Spade. one where they pee in the pool? And yeah. Yeah. And everybody gets chocolate wasted. I want to get chocolate wasted. <laughs> I want to get chocolate wasted too. More and course. then they do. It's so weird that I'm not quoting the movies. Like, normally... Well, if we did an episode on Rat Race, you could quote it. I could quote all of Rat Race. Oh, that's not a good movie. Oh, it's a great movie. No. I love Rat Race. LJ says, Always loved Happy Gilmore and Billy Madison. The rest are kind of stupid, but I still always check them out. Usually good to watch once. In fact, me and Sabrina were quoting Rat Race the other day after we went to the theater. (laughs) We were. We were. But now we're discussing Adam Sandler. No, you brought up Rat Race. <laughs> yes, and the moment has passed. No, I was still in it. No, it has passed. Well, I guess, LJ, no one cares about your comment. I what care, did, LJ. What did LJ say? JL cares about LJ's comment. <laughs> well, JL would. I think it was actually JL's comment. We're moving on to Twitter. Doobie Doobie Doo says, I don't care what people say. Sandler makes me laugh. I watch all his movies. They are pure fun. Oh, was that what, a quote from Adam Sandler himself? <laughs> <laughs> I think that was Adam Sandler. Maybe mm-hmm. under the alias Doobie Doobie Doo. Mm-hmm. That seems about right. Row, row. Snakes on a Crane says, Snakes on a Crane. <laughs> <laughs> I love your Twitter. Hate Sandler. All his movies are the same with just different locations. Where he wants to vacation. Where he wants to vacation. Yeah, we just explained that, Snakes. Yeah. <laughs> Astronaut says, <laughs> I think it's great that he employs his buddies. It's like the films of the past that featured all the same studio actors. It makes the films better and shows a real bond better everyone. It's just like this podcast. If I wasn't friends with Chris, I wouldn't be here. Sabrina, how'd you get here? Jail. <laughs> <laughs> Laura's here through marriage, but she won't admit it. Yes. Oh, no, I sleep with the producer. <laughs> she Carrie Fishered it. <laughs> she still doesn't want to be on the show. <laughs> yeah. she's, so, we are holding the auditions. She's reverse on this one. She sleeps with the producer to get off, off the, the show. show. It hasn't worked yet, guys. I'm still yeah, trying. She's having trouble getting off. Yeah. Every Monday. <laughs> the show. <laughs> we record on Mondays, and every Monday, she's like, well, I got this to do, this to do, and I'm running this to do, and I'm like, podcast, podcast. I was like, I know, so I have this to do. <laughs> you haven't caught on yet, huh? And um. finally, Donkey Punch says, <laughs> there's nothing like putting on a brainless Sandler movie, grabbing the pea corn, and escaping reality for the day. What is the pea corn? Popcorn. Uh, no, that's what that's I said. Yeah. That's what I thought he was doing out of Sandler movies. What did you think he was doing? Jerking off. <laughs> you don't jerk off to have Sandler movies? No, I don't really. 
That's weird. <laughs> I would like to thank Patricia Arquette, Jennifer Aniston, definitely Salma Hayek. Have Drew I mentioned Barrymore. Salma Hayek? Oh, definitely Drew Barrymore. Back to Salma Hayek. <laughs> Drew Barrymore. So he watches like four Adam Sandler movies. <laughs> no, no, they're in like every single one. Yeah. No, they aren't. And I'd also like to thank Rob Schneider. Mostly. <laughs> <laughs> Then they pull in the Rob Schneider movie. You the can hot do it. He, he is my inspiration. You can do it. You can do it. Unfortunately, by the end of the movie, by the end of the movie, I look like Steve Buscemi and <laughs> Mr. Deeds. <laughs> hey, crazy eyes. Potamus. I would love Rob Schneider's career because he only has to memorize one line, and he still gets all the royalties. He made a career off of the Chris Man, Chris Arino, yeah. Yeah, the Chris really Miser. I saw him do stand-up. I actually went to see Adam Sandler do stand-up. <laughs> I had a friend that went, too, and he really liked it. And Rob Schneider sucked. Oh, so you really hated mm. it. I did not like Schneider. Everything turned into something political, but it wasn't like fun political where you pick on both sides. No, he chose a side and just was like bashing the other. And I go, oh. and I'm like... Political humor is funny when you pick on both sides. See, he was opposite. He liked it. He was surprised about how good he was. Rob Schneider? Or? Yeah. yeah, I wasn't impressed with Schneider. David well, Spade was did you, meh. Did you not agree Nick with Nick Swartzen his... was awesome. Oh, you saw that tour. Yeah. Okay. Probably a different tour then. No, it had Norm MacDonald, Adam No Sandler. Norm MacDonald on this one. Oh, he was on one of them. That's who I would like to have seen the most, Norm MacDonald. They kept saying there was like a special surprise comedian, so I kept waiting for somebody to show up, and nobody showed up, and I was like, where's Norm MacDonald? Because that's who I was pulling for. He was supposed to tour with them. They did a big press thing. It was Rob Schneider, MacDonald, Schwartz, Sandler, and David Spade. And sh- yeah, and sh- did I say Schneider? <laughs> yes, yeah. you did. Yeah. It was two Schneiders, <laughs> Sandler. Sandler was great. He was awesome. Nick Swartzen was really good. Spade let me down. Because it was really? pretty much him doing his bit from everything. Like, it's just him. So whenever you wa- if you'd watch him on Just Shoot Me, Emperor's New Groove, however he is, that's just him up there. Yeah. It didn't translate that well. Yeah, Everything he's done has just been David Spade. Yeah. <laughs> There's no surprise there. No. I was, I don't know. I thought he would be a little funnier. Well, I mean, maybe he just had an off night. Let's revisit this beer cooler. Yeah. cooler. Never run away, never run away. Dray ever color, never run away, never run away. Dray ever color. Boom. Perfect. All right. It's been six hours since we've started drinking it. <laughs> what this is it? It is so hot. It's from Funky Buddha Brewery, their mixology series. It's their Coquito Cream Ale. With a nice ABV of 11.4%. All right, Sabrina, why don't you go first? Mm. Don't oh, make that, that sounded face. reassuring about <laughs> yeah. the beer. She loves it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to go first. Um, I didn't like it. I didn't like it. I know. Um, I'd rather just be drinking the real Coquito. It's true. Uh, I would drink it for you. You can finish the rest of mine. Oh, I will. Okay, done. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, for me, it's a one. I didn't, I didn't like it. I don't know if it was just the, the pseudo coconut taste or the pseudo rum taste. <laughs> or though it says on the bottle is brewed in rum barrels. So maybe that's where I'm getting that. Mm-hmm. But it, I, I can't, surprisingly enough, I can't drink a whole lot of rum unless it's in a coquito. So I was 
hoping to be able to get through this, but I couldn't. Hmm. Interesting. No. Well, I'll go next. I give it a five. I really like this. The first sip hit me hard. I'm like, oh, no, this is not going to work at all. But um, the more I drank it, the more it smoothed out. I am one of those people that is a big fan of coconut. I like coconut a lot. I think I am in the lower percentage of people that like coconut. But, yeah, this is really good. This is a good way to end their series. Um, I think it was a gamble on this taste. It definitely finishes beery. It starts coconutty and finishes as a straight-up beer. But overall, really good. Definitely would do this again if they ever released it. This is one of those limited series, so you got to get it now if you can still find it. Laura had to travel to, like, South America to find it. <laughs> no, 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 no. It was yeah. South Florida. Yeah. Oh, South I mean, Florida. I okay. Pretty much the same. Yeah, somewhat. Yeah. So five for me, Laura. Um, I really... I really do love Coquito. I remember the first time I had Coquito, I was 14 years old. Yes, that's right. Picture um, it. Picture South it. Beach. South Beach. 1995. <laughs> Which, if you're a Puerto Rican, that's really old to start. It really is, yeah. but that's when my Puerto Rican friend's parents introduced me to it. So, <laughs> thank you, guys. Um, we say that with love. We do, I do. I'm... I actually, yes, growing up in South Florida, drinking age was suggestive. So <laughs> <laughs> I've got many stories. Anyways, um, I do like Coquito. It does have a resemblance to Coquito. While I would not say it tastes like a real fresh made Coquito drink. Because um, it's a beer. Right. <laughs> It does have, I see where like Sabrina's coming from with that fake, it has like, like almost fake Coquito taste. Like they pumped it with Coquito syrup and that's all you really have. Um, but with that being said, I'm going to actually agree more with you, Chris. I, I could have multiple bottles of it. The more you drink, the easier it gets to drink. I don't know if it is the 11% ABV. That is like, yeah, this is great. Um, but I'm going to give it a five. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy I found it. I did find the last case, I believe, in South Florida when I picked it up. Um, I fought off four other people <laughs> as I was buying it. They were like, where is that? And I was like, this is the last one. Laura came back with this and some stitches. Yes, I did. But I'm no, I'm no snitch, guys. <laughs> um, you probably blame JL because he introduced this series on air, and now it's harder to get than ever. You're welcome, Funky Buddha. It is. It was really like we couldn't find. I've looked in multiple stores in our area and could not find it. So when I was in South Florida this weekend, I said I will go out on a hunt because it is brewed in South Florida. So I figured the Latin capital of the world would have Coquito since it's brewed there. <laughs> Isn't this the place that brewed behind like your grandmother's house? Yes, the brewery is behind where my grandma lived when I was growing up. So. Explains a lot about your grandma. <laughs> yes. And why I started drinking at the age of nine. <laughs> I was 14. She, no, that's when I no, first had Coquito. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. I feel like this is like a Golden Girl story and she's Blanche. <laughs> <laughs> I do declare. In St. Olaf. <laughs> that's Rose. That's Rose. Rose oh, yeah, with St. Yeah, Olaf. That's true. All right, Beer Master. Oh, this is good. I like the flavor. Good coconut taste. The aftertaste hits you right off the bat, though, so that's a little overwhelming after the first sip. Yes, that's what did it for me. But really, if you get past that first sip, it's well worth it as a beer. Mm -hmm. It's a nice, 
smooth cream ale that hits you with a little bit at the end and all that with that full-on coconut taste at the end. I love it. I would drink six of these. Shouldn't drink six of them because of the ABV, but I would because it's that good. Is that six? Six. Awesome. No, it's a good beer. I haven't. They haven't really let down in this mixology. Yeah, series I was gonna say I don't part. think there's been a single mixology beer that none of us really liked. Except yeah, uh, well, except for I think each episode there's always been one of us that just goes, "It's not my thing." Yeah, right. It's I think the Goza. Thing. What was it? The Goza White Sangria. The White Sangria. That was the probably the toughest one for all of us. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think that the was margarita the one went well. And the Manhattan Rye was amazing. Oh, that the was Manhattan was, was amazing. That's the one you missed. Yeah, but that the was Manhattan the one you missed. But amazing. that one, Manhattan Rye, I think, is still the best that they did out of all of them. Yeah. This is number two. Yeah. See, for me, it just, the more I drank of it, the more, like, the less I wanted. I was just like, mm, I don't think I can finish it. All right. Well, Sabrina, where can you find us? Uh, you can find us on Facebook and the official podcast 42 Facebook group page. Uh, you can find us on Spreaker and iHeartRadio and iTunes and TuneIn and Stitcher and Google Podcasts. Anywhere you can find a podcast, we're there. You can check out our website, podcast42show.wordpress.com. It has a listing of beer ratings. It has a show listing. You can go check us out. All the information's there. You can email us at podcast42show at gmail.com. That's podcast42show at gmail.com. Go ahead and send us any questions, any comments. You can send them all there. Or you can call or text us at 321-285-5500. 12. Once again, that is 321-285-5512. Uh, we like to have those text messages or phone calls. And then, of course, um, we're part of the Podfix Network. Uh, you can find us on there with a lot of other great podcasts. Um, and then our artwork is done by Cute Panda. You can find Cute Panda on Facebook. And then our theme song is done by Cremo. And you can find Cremo on Facebook or you can find more music on Cremo.net. Excellent. Well, I am Christopher DeVos. I'm Sabrina Pierre. JL Trose. I'm Laura. Bye. Stay fresh, cheese bags. Catch you on the flippity flop. She already did hers. Oh, yeah. Well, I still don't have a catchphrase. It's 2020. Everyone has a catchphrase. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's your catchphrase now. <laughs> <laughs>
of Adam Sandler movies in my head, I just start laughing. Oh no, I'm thinking about 